This is Tuesday, February 27th. Do you like backstories, origin stories? I love hearing people's stories. So much so that I tell people when they join in the Granada Life class that I'll buy them a free lunch if they will tell me their story. Years ago, a man named Paul Harvey had a regular news broadcast that was syndicated to radio stations all across the country. He often included a segment called The Rest of the Story. In those little plots, he would pull back the curtain on the stories behind the stories we hear. For example, one day he told the story of a man named Bill who was visiting London on business from the United States. The day that he arrived, Bill encountered something in London he'd never encountered before. Such a fog descended on the city that he could hardly see his hand in front of his face. How was he going to be able to find his way to his meeting? As he was wondering how he could find his way, suddenly someone carrying a light approached him. It was a 12-year-old boy who, seeing his confusion, asked Bill, Are you quite all right? Bill explained to the boy his problem and gave him the address that he had to get to for his meeting. The boy told him it was not far away and then led him right to the door. Bill went in for the meeting and when he came out, he discovered that boy had been waiting for him. That boy faithfully led him right back to the door of his hotel. On parting, Bill tried to give the boy some money, but the boy refused. He said, I'm a scout, and we take no money for helping others. Bill returned to the United States, but he did not forget that boy. Now today we learn some of the backstory of Jesus in his ministry. Here's our text for today. Numbers chapter 27, verse 12 to 17. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go up this mountain in the Abrim range and see the land I have given the Israelites. After you have seen it, you too will be gathered to your people, as your brother Aaron was. For when the community rebelled at the waters in the desert of Zin, both of you disobeyed my command to honor me as holy before the Lord. These were the waters of Meribah Kadesh in the desert of Zin. Moses said to the Lord, May the Lord, the God who gives breath to all living things, appoint someone over this community to go out and come in before them, one who will lead them out and bring them in, so that the Lord's people will not be like sheep without a shepherd. Now these words from the book of Numbers tells us that, tell us that when the people of Israel were approaching the land of promise, Moses was told he would not be allowed to go into the land. There was one, one major reason for this. Moses had dishonored the Lord when he struck the rock to provide water for the people. His anger and frustration got the best of him. But it was also true that though Moses was the leader the people needed in the wilderness, they would need a different sort of leader during the time of conquest. We shouldn't be surprised that a different type of leader would be required for the next step in Israel's journey. 
But notice what Moses' concern is at the time. He does not want the people to be like sheep without a shepherd. You see, Moses had shepherded the people, and he knows that they will need faithful leadership. We have heard these words before in our text for this week from the Gospel of Mark. Here's what we're told. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. That's Mark 6, 34. You see, the words of Moses are repeated to tip us off to the backstory of Jesus. As Jesus saw the crowds, it looked to Jesus as it had to Moses. Jesus could see the people were aimless and being mistreated. They needed a shepherd. Indeed, Jesus goes on to teach his disciples in this way. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he's a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. That's John 10, verse 11 to 14. Now, in the case of Moses, the Lord fulfilled his need. He raised Joshua up to succeed Moses. Jesus has come as the new Joshua sent by the Lord, prepared for this ministry to lead the people. This is Jesus's backstory. The prophets told the people that a day would come when the Lord would come and shepherd his people himself. Jesus has the heart and calling of the shepherd. One greater than Joshua is here. And yes, Jesus' name, interestingly enough, is the same as Joshua. Now, I want to go back to Bill, the man who became disoriented in London. The year was 1909, and his full name, William Dixon Boyce. He was a newspaper man who made a fortune in the business in the U.S., but as a result of the London encounter, he became the founder of the American Boy Scouts, an organization that has served over 110 million boys. Almost 700,000 are part of the scouting programs today. And that's the rest of the story, as Paul would, Harvey would say. With Jesus, he did as he said. He laid down his life for the sheep, opening the way for us to have a place with God in his family this week, we'll be dialing down into the rest of the story with Jesus. Let's pray. Father God, you made us for yourself, and our hearts are restless until we find our rest in you. Open our eyes to see your care for us. Help us to rejoice in our shepherd, Jesus, for all he has done to give us life. For we pray in his name. 